folks. Welcome back to Falling Out. This is Elgin Straight. How's everyone doing? Glad to see you back here with me. And if this is your first time, then welcome. This episode is a special one, and I should let you know the backstory behind this one. So probably sometime in the first year after launching this show, someone approached me on Twitter. I don't think they're a member of the Unification Church, but they'd been listening to the show. And they sent me a link to a news story, and they were like, have you ever heard of these guys? Maybe you should connect with them. And I clicked on the link, and I was brought to a story, and I actually remembered when this story was in the news. And a lot of stories were written, but to give you a sense of the types of stories that were written, this is the title of one article from... Rolling Stone magazine in October of 2019. Children of recluse Dutch family thought they were the only people left on Earth. And after receiving the link, I remembered the story, and I remembered that there was a connection to the Moonies with that family, and thus began a conversation of mine with Israel Van Dorsten. Israel is one of the kids who grew up in that family, and... After helping to get his family out of that situation, which you'll hear about in this interview, Israel became very well known in the Netherlands. He has, I think, around 60,000 followers on Instagram. Him and his brother, Edino, have been on multiple TV shows. They are well-known figures in the Netherlands. Israel has also written a best-selling book about his experiences, but it's only available in Dutch at the moment. And so... I located Israel, and I reached out to him and explained what I was doing, and he said he'd like to participate. And eventually, he told me that him and his brother, Adino, were coming to London, and he asked if he could come visit me. So, of course, I said yes. And lo and behold, one day in February 2023, I was visited by Israel and Adino. And we recorded this here interview around my kitchen table. As a result, you're going to hear just stuff that happens when you record stuff in your house, like tripping over wires and like shifting shifting curtains to get the sunlight out of people's faces and like turning on light switches and stuff. You're going to feel like you're in the room with us, which I hope it's a good feeling for you. It was a good feeling for me. And I want to give you a little more insight into how this unfolded. When we had set the time for the interview, I, I, I'm kind of guilty on this show as, with my guests of just kind of setting a start time but not really having an end time. And as I'm sure you're aware, if you've listened to this show before, it just kind of goes on and on until I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go to bed. That's usually how it happens because I usually record on Saturday evenings starting around 8 p.m. my time and then it gets to 11-ish and I'm like, okay, time for bed. So all that is to say that the there's a set start point, but the end point is very fluid, depending on the conversations. That was not the case with this interview, because when we were walking from the train station to my house, Israel's brother, Adino, said, I know you guys are going to be talking about some difficult stuff, and I don't want my brother to talk about it for more than an hour. And I actually thought that was really fucking awesome for him to do that, to set those boundaries on behalf of his brother. And so as a result of that, you're actually going to hear on the tape talking about time checks about an hour in and it ends up going over the hour. You'll hear on the tape that you know Israel was comfortable doing that. 
but I just want to set some context as to why we're sort of like focusing on the time during the show. And I thought that was really interesting insight into the relationship that Adino and Israel have. And it was really fucking awesome meeting these guys. So I recorded this interview in my dining room with Israel while Adino was in the living room playing PlayStation and talking on the phone. You might even be able to hear him on the phone. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe if you turn it up really loud, you might hear it. Anyway, that's the backstory. The other thing to say about this is, I don't I don't quite know how to say this, but this is tough to listen to. And I know this is not the trauma Olympics here. And I'm honestly starting to get increasingly uncomfortable with the amount of trauma that is uncovered on this show. Because I don't really know what people are doing with it when they're listening to it. But that's the position that I put myself in. And there's a story there for another time maybe, but... This isn't a contest about who had it worse. But I think this one may take the cake in that most awful of contests. I personally needed a few days to recover after recording this. And you may need some time to recover after listening to this. I was so impressed with Israel's attitude, his personality, just the way this guy carries himself and the way he lives his life is something that is awe-inspiring to me when you know what he's been through. And if you notice, when I mentioned the title of that article, that article came out in October of 2019 and Israel was in my house in February of 2023. So there's less than four years between Israel and his family's escape and what you hear on this tape when you listen to it. It's really, truly remarkable. And I thought that was going to be the end of the intro, but then I realized I'm looking at my notes. There's actually some other crazy shit that I need to explain about everything that is spoken about here for people in the audience who aren't aware. So, oh, first, first of all, do y'all remember Black Hongjin? Well, guess what? There's like, there's like multiple incarnations of Hongjin, just like not always in a black person's body. Yeah, so there's get ready for that. So, yeah, that's that's coming back here. I, I never really thought that that would be like a recurring theme, but like he's he's coming back just in a different body. Get ready for that. We also talk about in this episode this practice that the Unification Church has of marrying people to spirits. It is not uncommon. It actually happens quite frequently and so, for instance, there's a f living woman who was, in principle, married to Moon's son, Hongjin. They had a wedding and everything. That's that's one thing. So, like, that woman doesn't actually have, like, a physical husband, but she has this supposed relationship with this guy in the spirit world. Then there's another another variation on that, and it usually happen it happens more with men than with women. Like, I mean, surprise, surprise, like... Yeah, anyway, basically, men who are blessed to someone in the Unification Church, so they they have this theoretical, unbreakable spiritual bond with a, with a woman. If that woman dies, the church may then seek to remarry the man. And in many cases, it is assumed that the man is actually still married to the woman who is deceased. And the physical body of the woman, the new woman that he's married to, is merely a vessel for 
I guess for the man's satisfaction. I don't know. This is really fucking weird to talk about, especially as a man. What the fuck? Am, what the fuck is my life? Why? What the fuck have I done here to be talking about this? But this is really fucking gross. And I just, oh man, I feel bad for these women who are like told like, hey, you're not even, you're not even yourself. You're just a vessel for this other dead woman. Like, what the fuck is that? And then how does that even work? Like when they're like having sex, like is the man meant to be like thinking of the dead woman? And what does the live woman think about that? Put that picture in your heads and just think about this fucked up shit that's happening in this cult. Um, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. It's a pretty icky one. Oh yeah, another thing that needs to be explained here is we talk about, and this is related to the spiritual blessings thing in ways that you will hear on this on the tape is moon had a daughter his first his firstborn daughter was named hajin and uh, hajin died as an infant and that's not i don't think we've spoken about that much on the show but that is that is a thing that happened and as you'll hear that's like directly related to the whole fucking spiritual wedding blessing thing you can probably put two and two together and see where this is going but you do not know where it's going in terms of the fucking paperwork on that because that is fucking wild and what else jesus i have a laundry list of notes here of shit i feel like i need to explain because this covers some some new new ground and new territory but i think i've covered everything so that people know what they're getting into and are able to navigate it so with that i'm going to shut up and roll the tape. Here it is. By the way, this is just a one-parter. We had that hour and we went a little bit over. So it's only one episode with Israel. And it's amazing. Thank you, Israel. Here it is. Um, cool. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Amazing. Uh... Israel, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. You're in my house. Yeah, thank you. In London. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. No worries. No worries. This is actually, this is the second in-person that I've done in my house. Okay. Uh, everything yeah. else has been has been virtual. Uh, so ah, okay. Yeah. This is this is really cool. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. So it was kind of uh, uh, luck that we are in yeah. London. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, time time is short. I guess I wanted to. And a lot's been written about your story yeah. in, the, in the news. I guess, given the topic of this show, I wanted to focus on kind of the, the early days yeah, uh, sure. and the connections to the Moonies. Yeah. Um, so I guess I would love if you could, um, I guess, just kind of describe when and where you were born and who your parents were and how yeah. they were connected to the Moonies. Yeah. And then let's let's go from there. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I've been born in 1994. And... Actually, my my parents, especially my father, has been like out of the the moonies from 1985 onwards, so he okay. was already like nine years away. Okay. Uh, actually, let me start with 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 his history because yeah, that's more easy. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like he's been. Uh, he studied uh, psychology and he was like searching for his way in that. Then he, he like got into like a mood of uh, that something wasn't right with the world and he needed to, to 
to do something about that and the, the too many problems in the world. And was it like this was for, in like the 60s, 70s? Yeah, 60s, 70s, yeah, yeah. mostly in the 70s. Yeah. And then at a certain point, he decided to to give up give up his job. He was working in a in a uh, uh, how do you call that for all the people caring for all the people with uh, mental problems and oh, like a mental hospital yeah or? but then for specific uh, dementia di- dementia. Uh, dementia yeah yeah okay. yeah dementia yeah. and so he gave up his job he stopped with his stu- studying psychology and and he, he decided he needed to do something about the world uh, he like got inspired by some kind of religious drive and that is where he started getting into a kind of yeah yeah kind uh, kind of uh, journey for himself to to discover what what was his uh, religion yeah. and on that first he, he has been visiting many churches christian churches buddhist churches and at a certain moment he he got in in he got to know the the, the moonies the unification church yeah. the, in the netherlands there was someone at his house from the giving him him the the, the different principle book and so he read that, and and from that moment on, he was he 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 realized like yeah that is that's my way that's that's what I needed to find and and so I joined the the Unification Church. He's been in there from I think 1978 or 79 like that. Okay. And he was very motivated, very uh, yeah, tried to do all all that was demanded and tried to. Follow all the all the rules and all the principles and uh, as a, like in 1984, I think or three something like that. At a certain point, he there was like the the Hong Jin, the the deceased son of, of yes Hong Jin, yeah, yeah, yeah and Hung-Jin he was talking to to more different people, but also uh, my father at a certain moment believed that that Hong Jin was talking to him. So like that is why he became like he he gathered his own group of like disciples around him who all believed that he was the the body the new body of Hunjin. So that is how that developed. And whoa. Uh, but actually, from that moment on, he got like in a more and more in like conflict with the with the Moonies because there were also other other mediums for yes. Hunjin. Yes. So like there was uh, I'm not sure anymore the names, but there were. A few other, uh, yeah, bodies of Hungja. Yeah, well, we've, we've and, talked about one on the show. This guy uh, named Cleophas, Black Hungja. Yeah, he was later actually. Because, yeah, he was like, he was like yeah, 87, yeah, 88. He, he came uh, like when when my father already left. But be, okay. before that, there was like uh, I'm not sure there was a woman. I'm not sure what her name was. Okay, uh, but she was also like medium, and there were yeah at a certain point things wow. got uh, happy so he, uh, I think he has been for a few years in New York first he worked for the not the what was the newspaper the New York uh, New York Tribune was then the, yeah they had a yeah. newspaper in New York yeah. I remember that yeah. New York Tribune so he's been working there for, wow. for two years then he moved to Germany and then he that's actually in Germany when he started getting like uh, uh, revelations from Hunchen and from Jesus also and he started to gather his own group but then, okay. at a certain point, he, uh, yeah, that can, got, can I ask one question? Did yeah, what, was he? Did he have an arranged marriage to someone within the yeah, church? Yeah, yeah, but he uh, actually he got married, and he was like in a struggle because he he believed that he was like uh, that he should be married with the 
This is daughter of moon, so Gietjen, you know her? Yes. Yes, yeah. she, she died like at three weeks old or so. Okay. And it was believed that she would have grown up in the spirit world and 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 that he believed that that he should be like the son-in-law of moon, so yeah. so that he that moon should have blessed him with Gietjen. Wow. But he got blessed with some Italian woman. Okay. So he was like confused about that because he actually believed that that it should be different. So, yep. and then he he like decided for himself that that was because there were too many leaders around Moon who didn't who deceived Moon, and that 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 was the problem. So like he be, he tried to to still believe in Moon, but he got more and more in conflict with Church, and so okay. he he like uh, began to. Uh, believe that that the church wasn't following Moon's will, and he was the only one doing yeah. what Moon really okay. wanted. So, oh wow, he's like an early splinter group. Yeah, so. yeah, and that is, uh, yeah, that it got more and more heated. And at a certain point, he he was kind of locked up in his room, not not physically locked up, but he had to stay in his room. And then there were like leaders uh, going to his room and spraying with holy salt and he because he they believed he was uh, uh possessed by the yeah. devil because he yeah uh yeah he said that he got revelations from jesus and hunkin which wasn't in line with the with the with other uh belief yeah so and that's when he left because he yeah he he was thinking this doesn't work for me and okay. he left then like in 1984 i think yeah yeah and there were like a group of uh, disciples around him, people who believed, most of them Germans, and they left with him. Not all at the same time, but most of them like kept uh, hanging on to him and yeah, kept like the seeing him as the as the real, real uh, yeah, the only one who really uh, followed Moon's uh, yeah. So they mission. They did. Did they see him as a replacement for Moon? No, or? no, no. At that time, not. That's, okay. He he also didn't see himself as the replacement okay, for Moon. He really believed that Moon was the Messiah and he was the firstborn uh, son of the Messiah. So he would be okay. the like the the how do you say the one who inherits the, the anointed one? Yeah, the, the, yeah. The okay, the, the firstborn the fir- actually. Okay, so yeah, wow, so that, that's, that's was his belief and. Uh, so actually, for quite a quite a lot of years, that that remained his belief. And if when he left the the the, the moon set, he he moved back to the Netherlands a few years. Is he still working? Oh shit, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Okay, okay. <laughs> just okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. He left the moon set. He moved back to the Netherlands. Yeah, and yeah, he he kind of. Uh, moved more and more his own way. He started to rewrite, uh, like in I think in 1989, he started rewriting the Divine Principle book. But also then still he believed that Moon was right, but that he was like just a little further. He he built mm-hmm. upon uh, Moon. But what he also started believing is that he could spiritually communicate with Moon. So like in 1990, okay. he was almost all day, he was like having... Uh, communication with moon and also with all kinds of spirits but also with moon so he was like thinking that the whole moon uh, sect and whole movement uh, was against them meeting up 
But yeah. that actually, in secret, they were like working together, and so he was in this kind of wow. strange uh, world, which of course was no, there was no realistic base for that. It's all in his, yeah. in his own belief. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and what other development that happened, like also in 1985, that that took place because he believed that he should marry the Jin, the that he the, should yeah. get become son-in-law. So. And like in 1995, he he then uh, Jesus and Hunchen would have brought Jesus to him and and blessed them. So so he actually married married uh, believed that he was married to to Jesus from 1985 onwards. Wow! Yeah, and that uh, and two years later in 1988, he had like I told about this this group of disciples that yeah. stayed around him. One of them was. Uh, uh, girl from the family uh, and she was staying like almost one year already with him and then he like uh, uh, yeah told or, or believed that that it was God's will that, that her spirit was taken out and that Jeetjen entered that body and stayed in that body so actually from 1988 he, on, he believed that he was physically married with the daughter of Moon and that is actually, yeah. And was that your mother? That is my minute? mother, yeah. yeah. And Whoa. it's kind of funny but this also. Is, can I just, but this isn't the first person, that, this wasn't the person that Moon married him to. No, no, no. Is he this, he okay. just uh, broke He's contact with, with her. Because he he actually never, almost never met her because okay. he was living in Italy. And like they, first they were staying apart and then... At the moment that they should uh, get together, I think they had to stay apart for half a year or so before they yeah. lived together. Sometimes like it's that. Like yeah. seven years or something. Yeah, and then yeah. And at a yeah. certain point, uh, yeah, he just didn't meet up wow. anymore. Okay. And he never, actually, I think he met her a few few times or okay. so. Okay. Yeah, but then, then they were together and he believed that he was blessed by God and that he was then reaching individual perfection and all that stuff. And, and yeah... But it it was like in his whole his own small world yeah. with a few uh, followers and like uh, my mother was with him and uh, there was a few other disciples who were how, how coming many? around. Like how many people? It changed because like there were times when he was almost alone or only with my mother and then there were times that like three or four of them joined and then they left again went back to Austria so it differed. But at a certain point like in I think around 1994 so about when I was born then there were like still four or so remaining who, who like stayed and okay. actually most uh, most of them stayed until till now they're still yeah kind of but hanging on to him they're still oh wow yeah, yeah. so he still has followers yeah yeah they're like their whole life they've been his followers so that also now everything kind of collapsed is still yeah can't be, uh, change their beliefs yeah. suddenly. So. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I had no idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. So, can... Oh, wow. Um, the... So, what was life like for you growing up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been... We were like... Uh, actually, to, to... To give some context, context to this... My first, uh, the first three uh, children that were born, so my two elder brothers and my elder sister, 
uh, were just uh, registered and uh, with the state and just norm kind of normal uh, okay. citizens. But then at a certain point, he he got into trouble. He he of course was believing that his home was holy and that uh, no influences from outside were allowed yeah. to come in. And so he tried to keep people away from his home. Mm-hmm. And like with my brother, the the doctor wanted to check on him and uh, at after birth and. He didn't want that, and then at, when I was born, he decided le- to to not register me with the state. So, okay. so actually, I've never been. Uh, uh, I've, uh, there was no one who knew about my existence. Wow. I've also not been to to any school or so because there was yeah, yeah there was no official Whoa. registration of our for myself and all my younger brother wow. and sisters. And uh, so how many? There's two you and how many were. Uh, five, yeah. So, so we, five total. And yeah, you... no, six, and we we with with nine total. Yeah. Whoa. Children. <laughs> so so how many didn't get registered at birth? Uh, six. Six. The wow. first three. So, okay, so the first three, yeah. and then there were six more. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, but what's also interesting actually is that uh, just as yeah, kind of side story, but also very interesting is so my my mother was. Actually, I'm now thinking. Yeah, yeah. Maybe let's discuss it later. We can take out. Yeah, I should also. Yeah, I should also say. Yeah, we can also. What I'll do afterwards is um, I'll give you a copy of the recording. Yeah, and I'll give you a transcript as well. Yeah, anything you want to take out, just let me know. Yeah, take it out. But it's more like the names whether I want to. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people just take the names out. That's totally fine. So yeah, because I'm now thinking. Yeah, I have. I think I've written it in the book also, but anyway, we can take it out. We can take it out. Yeah. But she was then, that's her official identity. Yeah. And like in 1988, just after uh, Hyejin entered her body and there was yeah. believed she was another person. Yeah. Or 1989 actually that was. Then uh, a lot of stuff happened and, and both my father and my mother uh, had no home anymore. They were living on the street. Wow. And my father threw away his identity uh, papers all all actually threw away everything he had he only remained with his own writings a, a suitcase full, full of his own writings he came into like a, a home where where uh, people homeless people okay are so like shelter sheltered yeah. and there he needed Sorry, to get a fi- new i'm gonna fix that yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> um Watch out the cables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. right. I think it's, it's yeah. Let's just see how. Oh, there's, oh, there's still, still one there's spot. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's good. That's better. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Right. Sorry about perfect. that. <laughs> yeah. No problem. So he 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 had no no papers anymore. So he he went on to to get new papers for himself, of course, and but also for her. For himself, it was just, uh, yeah, he was a Dutch citizen, so he got a new a passport or okay. anything, I but don't know. But she's German, so it's Yeah, but, the, but what the point was, he didn't tell the state that she was German. What he did, what he told them was she's Gretchen Moon, born in South Korea, at that point. And the, it has taken like seven years until she got her official papers. But the the government, the uh, the officials, they never checked. They didn't, now they have, of course, communication with South Korea and all that stuff. But in that time, it was like more with paperwork and yeah. so. So they never have checked 
where the that girl born Shechin Moon born at that exact date has uh, they never got the information that she deceased in three weeks. So they just uh, assumed that that it was correct and they just gave her papers as Shechin Moon oh born god. at that point. Oh so my god! She officially was registered as Shechin Moon with and a birthplace of South Korea. Yeah, with birthplace in South Korea. With oh my as, god! As, with parents, Sam Young Moon and uh, Hakya Han. Oh my so god! <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing oh is, my god. is that if you like, if I now open my, of, uh, I go to the government site and I yeah. open my my details, then my father is, my mother is Jin Moon, my grandparent is Sam Young Moon. No! It's, it's oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's, have, that's the craziest have, story I've heard crazy. on this show. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we are joking. Yeah. We should like go there and, and demand our, our... You can get yeah. some money, dude. Yeah, get, our, some, get some inheritance. Get, our get, some. inheritance. <laughs> get into the conflict of all the, all yeah, the sons yeah, and daughters. <laughs> oh my god. That Yes, you should go. Yeah. You you have just as much acclaim as any of them. You can... Maybe even more. It's legal. It's... Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> funny. That Fucking that, hell. That, 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 that is, is possible. Yeah. 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 He, of course, Holy believed that this, that was God's work. And so yeah. that's why he was lucky. And, and Yeah. Yeah, but... Can I just turn the light on over there? So. Yeah. Uh, we're just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, better. <laughs> yeah, but let's uh, continue with yeah, the, no, yeah. That was that is insane. That is <laughs> <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, when I grew up, like uh, we were getting education at home because we didn't okay, go to yeah. school, and yeah. In the meantime, my father had written like like over a hundred books at a certain point. He, wow. he was always writing. Okay, he wrote a lot of books. And also some books for children. So a lot of our education was also like all this, uh, uh, yeah, belief stuff, mm. all the all the doctrine mm. that that he mm-hmm. he developed. And there's a lot of uh, overlap between the beliefs in the Unification Church it, and the Moon sect. Yeah, the, it must be. Can you it, can you describe briefly, like? Sort of what those what that doctrine was and maybe how it's similar or different from the mainline yeah, unification church. Kind of difficult because it's very broad. But uh, yeah. uh, let's see some subjects. Ooh. Well, I guess let's let's look yeah. at the core, like the the fall. They still think the fall of man is was Adam and Eve having sex. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That there was a time that he still believed that, but the point is he also developed. So it's like he. Uh, he started there and he he moved on and on and on and at a okay. certain point it was like f- far the beliefs differed a lot but yeah okay there was a time he really believed that Adam yeah. and Eve were the first people yeah. ever born and the f- their sex was the f- the first sin yeah. and all that yeah then later on he like that's f- uh, really much later like in 2005 he started to believe that there were like human races early older than than Adam and Eve so. Okay. Then he started to believe then then the fall must have been older and so yeah and so it moved on and things got more and more like yeah crazy and and, mm, uh, and okay. difficult to understand but certain aspects have remained like uh, uh, actually I'm not sure what what's a good example but 
of course also the the like the ideas about spirits and that that kind of thing yeah. he also kept so it's like in the, at the base there's still a lot of stuff that okay. that remained the same okay uh okay well yeah let's i guess um yeah it's probably we could be here all day talking about how <laughs> yeah, that and yeah. i i know i have to say i've i've spoken to a lot of people particularly like first generation people yeah who they have this idea that like moon was right up until this point yeah. and then he went wrong and then yeah. i'm gonna be the one who's gonna fix yeah, it by yeah. like by adding this or <laughs> rewriting this yeah. or something like that so it's very common amongst yeah, yeah. amongst first yeah. generation people to do that <laughs> um so okay let's but yeah let's, let's go back to your kind of like your education and what what life was like for you yeah. as a kid uh yeah that's like that was like the main thing we 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 learned a lot of also like general stuff like uh uh language and english and and math and all that stuff okay and yeah like it was a mixed education there was also a lot of emphasis on different types of education so he like physical uh movements uh education he he emphasized that too and music so he tried to broaden it a lot uh and Actually, that was like kind of uh, not too bad. There was there were a lot of bad stuff happened already at that time too because like my older brother, my oldest brother was already often separated from us and then put into a barn and all that kind of stuff because Whoa. he was influenced by evil spirits and when he oh, came man. from school then like my father believed that almost everywhere there were evil influences. So at school there were he was believing that school teachers were. Influenced by evil spirits and okay. brought evil inside the home and all that kind of stuff. So that that already made a lot of uh, made it yeah kind of extreme already. Yeah. But uh, there was really a turning point that like in 2004 when my mother got uh, our mother got cancer and then she she deceased okay. uh, in 2004. So from that point on things turned around and. It was like uh, uh, multiple factors. I think uh, one uh, important point is that he he was like was like believing that everything was going his way. It was all difficult. Mm. Actually, I'm missing a point now. Okay. I'm thinking in the because I was uh, just thinking working up to something, and mm. now I'm realizing okay. that I missed it. Okay. I okay. skipped right. over, that, back and then, skipped and over then, that, yeah. that part. Yeah, because his his belief in in, in Samuel Moon that that's what I've got to yeah. to mention. Like oh, yes. he believed until nineteen ninety one, I think, like in that area, he believed that Samuel Moon was right that he, that he was the Messiah and all the church was wrong. And so th- yeah. that was kind of his belief. Then what happened? He was all these years he was communicating with Moon and trying to get to a point that. Uh, yeah, that, that he would be accepted into the Moon family, that he yeah. would be the official firstborn son of yeah. Samuel Moon. And it was, it was like one year, he almost did nothing else. He, uh, My eldest brother was like one year old or something like, yeah, it was 19, yeah, one or one and a half year old. Uh, my sister was almost born. and But he, he just neglected to get in, to... Uh, 
he didn't work, so he had no income. The, the, the followers that he had were disappeared for one or two years or so. The, later they came back again, but okay. he didn't have contact. And like he was only inside the house. He, was, he didn't come out of the house. He didn't earn money. And at a certain point, he didn't have any money anymore. So he just neglect, neglected to buy food. So wow. also for the baby, it was, oh, was not, not nice. Yeah. But yeah, what happened, he... His goal was he should he he believed that he if he kept on communicating with spirits and especially with moon then at a certain point he would be accepted and then everything would be better mm. because then so he, he he kept in that mode so there were times when he was like uh, the only thing he did was communicating with spirits but then uh, uh, at first he was like himself communicating at a certain point. My mother, like, uh, he learned my mother to do that. And so then there was, like, sitting both in the room. Yeah. And then my mother would uh, communicate the voice of the spirits. And then he yeah. would talk to her. Okay. And so, so it was like, uh, yeah, a medium. Uh, okay, so this is something that you witnessed regularly? Yeah, but the, yeah later on. Because this okay. is then about the time before I was born. Oh, got it. I yeah, witnessed yeah. it yeah. later okay. on also. Yeah, and then uh, the... But it didn't happen. So, like, after a year of living like that, of doing nothing else, only living inside the house, and uh, also a lot of strange things happens because he, at a certain point, he then believed that there were all kinds of uh, people working against him and that that was the reason that it didn't happen. So then he started uh, passing on judgments to this, of uh, uh, ordering judgments, and so angels had to 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 uh how do you say that uh uh fulfill or uh, execute this judgment okay so at a certain point he even uh started uh uh giving judgments of of execution of death to to people physical people so all all many leaders in the in the in the moon sect he 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 said this person has to die that person has to die Whoa. and then he was communicating and he was receiving then the report of angels that, that they had killed that person and that he has has died. And then he had all these this stories about that, that other members then were telling about it, what they were thinking, why this leader had died. And, and at a certain point, he even, uh, he believed also, he was also, aside from this, he was also like... Uh, still in a kind of conflict with his own family. So he believed that his mother and his father were not supporting him enough and were working against him. So he he, he then uh, passed on the judgment that his own mother and, and father had to had to be killed actually. Whoa. So it was getting really extreme. But he never he never did anything physically. No, to no, these he people. was he was just he was living just... in his, his room and he was believing that it all happened. So he, well, so he actually believed yeah. when and if he said if he said X person should die. Yeah that the angels were that doing angel that and that and was happening. It. So he was but he Whoa. didn't get information. He yeah. all, all his information was in his communication. It was all, it was all okay. And then uh what happened was that he uh, he got a like a order from God from you have to call that and that person in the some house where I think it was an aunt or so of him a uh, family at least and it was he he had hadn't had contact to anyone outside anymore for for almost a year and he called it uh, the, he he started calling and then what happened was he got his uh, his own mother took up the phone and so he suddenly realized that 
all this judgment hadn't taken place, <laughs> that he was living in like a Whoa. delusion. But the strange thing, he didn't realize then, or he didn't take that as like uh, a sign that he was not, uh, that he was in a delusion. Instead, he started believing that there was like a sh- big scheme of angels mm. working against him and deceiving him and that God was mm. like trying to teach him that by letting him experience all that. So yeah. he, he turned it all around. He kept it, believing it in more himself. more complex. Yeah, yeah, but what also happened is that he started then to believe that actually the one who was trying to, uh, who, who was working against him was Somya Moon himself. And that's when he started oh. to turn around and he, from that moment on, he started to, yeah, he believed, oh, all these years I've I've not really understood that actually Moon was the Antichrist and I that God only had sent him into the church to discover that that was the Antichrist and he had to like uh, make a victory over that and then he Whoa. would be the real Messiah and and uh, be able to save the world. That's like what it turned into. Wow. And so from that moment on, like 1991, then it changed from like a subdivision of the of the moon sect it yeah. changed into like a, his in his belief into a, like an like a, uh, yeah uh, how do you say that an, an, like an anti yeah an, an anti yeah. anti cult yeah it's yeah. like a like a splinter group that's that's now against the main group yeah completely sure. yeah completely yeah even against the main leader yeah and actually that that only developed so in later years he always called Samya Moon his worst enemy and he was like there's only one person I have to defeat on earth and that's that is Moon if I manage that and uh, I can save the earth like that became more and more his line of thinking at the same time he was still married in his belief to the to a daughter of Moon and so his theory was then that he had to just like yeah like uh, I'm trying to get simple but he was like and Adam always have, yeah. His his thinking was like Lucifer steals Eve from Adam, so now Adam has to steal mm. Eve back from Lucifer. And like, there's always Moon some, is like the, there's always like some Lucifer, thing so, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard so many weird yeah. weird explanations. But anyway, like that that, that was how he developed. So that was the the what I still had to fit into. The yeah. Story. Wow. No, that is <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Right? And but anyway, let's continue with yeah. the. The story of the yeah. my growing up. So, yeah, we grew up like with this belief. We, when I was born already, he was not believing in Samuel Moon as the as any uh, as his uh, as as a messiah or anything was really thinking as the Antichrist. But the communication with spirits always went on. He it differed. So there were years that he had like communication with Hungjun and Jesus. And later is also just another whole story, but let's keep it short. Yeah. Like he also at first was believing that Jesus was uh, Messiah, and later on he more and more started believing that also Jesus was not really Messiah, but that he was also, yeah, at least that that already for very long he was working with evil with Lucifer and okay. so. So also that changed during the years, and so more and more it became like him against all the old religious leaders who were all okay did that include like um like muhammad yeah yeah, he he, then uh, at a certain point buddha was in his home and muhammad and so it it 
expanded. It, it always yeah. seems like they always it always expands to these yeah, other yeah, historical yeah. figures. And at that's, a certain point, he, yeah. all religious leaders and also all leaders in the world were uh, listening to him, and and he was like uh, communicating oh, with them. Okay. Also, this is what many, Moon, Moon was doing this later yeah, on, being sure, like, "Oh, yeah. I was speaking to Confucius." Yeah, and yeah, and, same. And, you know, so yeah. he's doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And also, he was like believing that he could speak to people on earth. So he, he like was speaking to I think Bush was then president of America. Yeah. Like he was speaking to Bush and yeah. telling him what to do and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So very a lot of the same stuff. Uh, yeah, that's how I grew up. And my wow. mother was then like a medium. So very often, not always, of course. But yeah, that, that role changed. And can I ask a question? Did you? Did you see any other kids during this time, or was it just you and your family? Like, just, you yeah, school? there were a few times, like, before my mother, uh, when my mother still lived, we were sometimes allowed to go out onto the street, and, and we sometimes played with other kids, but not okay. really close, it was yeah. very limited, and, okay. like, for my brother, he went to school, so for him it was different, but yeah. for me and okay. for my brother, sis, we were ra- really okay. isolated. Was it only the older brother who went to school? The, the oldest? Uh, yeah, the three oldest. The three oldest yeah, because school. they okay. were... Red oh, because they were in the yeah, system, yeah. so they had to go to yes, school. Yeah, sure. But then the six youngest got it, so they fall, they're not in the system, there's no requirement. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then, actually, it all changed when, when my mother died, because then, from that moment on, uh, yeah, his plan of changing the world uh, collapsed because he was like, there were a lot of things that didn't go his way and he was, but then he always said that it's because of uh, evil spirits that still need to be defeated and all that kind of stuff. But he he kind of couldn't uh, match that, the like that kind of a disappointment with his... Uh, with with the plans that he was like doing and that mm. that yeah I was also believing like that if if uh, that God would prevent that kind of stuff yeah uh, at the same time maybe also there was like uh, yeah it was probably emotional and, and a lot of things changed in him in him from that moment on and so okay. uh, he like more than ever before isolated from the world so. Bef- there were years before that that he still had a, he was having a shop and so he was selling uh, stuff and 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 uh, yeah he had his his normal life also yeah and from that moment on he stopped he closed the shop he he broke uh, all contact with the outside world okay. and and he even gave up his his identity uh, uh, at a certain point he was just registered as moved moved out to an unknown location and okay. so the no one knew also anymore where he was and what yeah that he was wow. still in the Netherlands and we moved from a like a normal uh, family home to a to a kind of there was the shop and there was like a an area above that but it was not really meant for living okay. and he moved into that because then people wouldn't imagine that that there was anyone living there so he could hide better uh, yeah, and so everything from that moment on changed. And uh, then, and, and you're ten years old then. Yeah, I was okay. ten. Yeah. Okay. And but what also changed is he couldn't communicate through my mother anymore with spirit. So then he very soon started to give the give that uh, yeah job or task. He started to educate us for the task. So for wow. me, it was 
from my like I was just turned eleven. Uh, from that moment on, I had to to function as a medium. So then, Whoa. actually, from that moment on, for years, actually, there were some years. The only thing I did was like uh, talking, t- t- yeah, being different spirits. And so what was that? How, what what is <laughs> what is that like? Yeah, <laughs> that is like that. That's what I t- tell about a lot in my book. Also, okay, because okay. It is uh, like there's two layers in your brain. Like the, there is the part that, that moves on into the system where you are and, and tries to function in the in that situation. And like I was learning kind of to to do all this stuff by imitating how my mother did yes. it, what yeah, he was telling me, and, and then trying to fit my answers. All that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and you want to? Well, you're a kid, so you want to. Yeah, you, you want your parents. You want to do what your parents yeah, want you sure. to do, right? And you can yeah. also not escape. You, it, yeah. you can't say I'm not going to do that. It's yeah. not possible at, at 11 years old. Yes. So you just have to. Yeah. Uh, but the other side is to to stay in that, and because we were also, I was really believing. Yeah. So I also was believing that it was real. So it was not like yeah. there's like two layers. There's yeah. the the part that I was figuring out to, how to do that, yeah. which actually would not really fit with the part that I'm not be- that I'm believing in it. Yeah. But it both exi- existed, and for me, in like my uh, that what I was realizing was only that I that I really believed it and that it was mm-hmm. real. Yeah. And I was playing along with the game, but I was not thinking that it was like playing yeah. along. It was. Yeah. I was in my, my my feeling. It was all real and it was really yeah. happening. Uh, yeah, but it was often very difficult. There were a lot yeah. of things that were, yeah. Yeah, I can I can relate. I mean, well, I, you, this is an extreme circumstance yeah. that you're talking about. But I, I I remember being a kid and being in these, like, um, like being with my family and, like, praying, for instance. And yeah. Like feeling like you, you want to pray so hard because yeah. you believe and you want your parents to, like, feel your, you know, feel yeah, yeah. you trying to feel the spirit within yeah. you. So. I've experienced a, like a small fraction, yeah. a fraction of that of wanting to be the the, the spiritual person for your parents. But yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And but also that I recognize because there were also many times that then, uh, yeah, like it happened sometimes every day, sometimes like once a week or so. Yeah. That then we would be influenced by some evil spirit, and then we will. I was sent to a corner or to some room to separate it, isolate. Uh-huh. But also. At one point, I was like uh, five months. I was like in an in an in how do you call that a, a room, but a very small room. Like it was like not bigger than that. So yeah. I could, and I was like twenty four hours a day. I was in that. So it it was Whoa. I was just it was For always dark. Five months. Yeah, five months. Yeah. At yeah. what age? At uh, that was before I actually. It was in the period. It was started a month after my mother died, or two wow. months. And then before I I had to get I got this task as medium. So it was like uh, at the age when I turned just when I turned eleven. So it was I was ten, wow. ten eleven. Fuck. And yeah, it was then like uh, I was sent there because I was influenced by some evil. And then sometimes I went down and I told uh, I I I was telling I've prayed and I've tried to free myself and I've I've discovered that I was influenced by that and that and and. 
in many cases, in other cases, it was then okay again, I could move on, but only in that period, then like, it, was, it went on for five okay. months, and wow. I was just sent back again, because I wasn't clean enough, and yeah, for me it was, but also in that, it, it was really, wow. like I was really trying to pray, I was really trying to do my best to, yeah. to cleanse myself, and like, feeling all the evil influence and separate from that mm. but it just didn't seem to work and it was yeah. like i never could escape anymore from this ego influence yeah. but it was not like i was feeling it was like a punishment i really felt like it i deserved it yeah. because yeah. i was influenced by the evil so it was yeah strange wow god yeah yeah and then then actually the period that i got uh, educated as medium seemed like kind of a relief because I was finally out of that that box out of yeah. that uh, punishment. Okay, and I could just sit in the living room and 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 interact and yeah. be there. But yeah. at at first it felt very nice and it felt like I had elevated and I I got to a new level of of yeah. But but later on it it became more and more difficult because like if you are it it. Uh, it went day and night oh, it, it kept going on so it was like I was never myself anymore it was yeah. like uh, it's at like first, you were always expected to be the medium yeah but basically. at first it like I'm uh, not sure if, how that is in the I'm not sure how that is in the in the moon sack but but in our belief it was if a spirit talked through you then you were that spirit it was not like mm. you you communicated the spirit okay. you changed your identity okay. changed you, okay. so okay. I really felt like I was this other person. Yeah. And then at first it was like I was myself and then I, I, I communicated like six hours or sometimes ten hours other other spirits and wow. I was the other spirits. And then at the end of the day I came back myself and I was myself again. But at a certain point he didn't allow me my, myself to, to come back. And then, then it, it wow. I was like all the time other different people so i never knew who i was i had no identity yeah and actually wow that that stayed like that for years uh because and were your other siblings did this doing this as well yes my older brother he has experienced not the same time because it, it was like for him it was like a year or so and that was because okay. he went to school and at a certain point he yeah Actually, there was a whole other story again, but he was then like put outside of the family because he was too much influenced by evil from school. Okay. So at a certain point from 2007, so I think two years after my mother died, our mother died, we, we haven't seen each other again because wow. he was just put in, in another in another house and we, we weren't allowed to, to, to speak or to meet. Uh, so that, that was, yeah, this different story but anyway uh yeah for for me that was my life i was only i was like we were together we were living like in this big world of spiritual experiences and and all all this stuff and all these people and i was also i was remembering all that and it was like that was my whole life that yeah was everything That's all you I, know, I, right? I know yeah and wow. uh yeah, we moved on from that shop, uh, above that shop, to another area which was still more closed off. And like there, we have been two years, and in the two years, we have 
there were like all the windows were were closed off with wood so you couldn't oh. there was no sunlight and we've been inside that for two years and it, these two years we've been like four times we've been half an hour allowed to go outside get some sunlight and for the rest oh. of the time we didn't see any sunlight uh, so they were that were really happy that uh, period oh my god jesus and jesus, then jesus a lot changed actually in 2010 okay because that's when like the farm that that's also all in the news and like stuff yeah that's when we moved to that farm because somehow uh there was still uh one disciple one one follower uh who was who le- who followed him who was also once part of the moon sect and who also still followed him. He was living in the Netherlands already for 10 years. Okay. He was from Austria. And he rented a, a piece of land with the farm and like offered this. And, and yeah. so that, that was how my father got, uh, yeah, got the possibility to move into that farm. Yeah. And it was kind of away from the, from everything that was, yeah, I've seen photos. Yeah, it so looks it looks like secluded. Really, it looks yeah, like away could, from. Town. Yeah, and so that's when we moved into there, and it was really like for me it was, and for for my brother sister also from a younger because the my elder brother and sisters they were already long, yeah, separated from us. So I haven't hadn't seen them for years already yeah. then. And we we moved into that farm and it was really like almost like heaven because we were finally we could go outside. We okay, nice. uh, from that moment on we had animals and plants yeah. and we garden and it was kind of that's, very that's, uh, a, that's very an improvement. Not, yeah, that's very improvement. very big improvement. Yeah. So the first half year was uh, really enjoyed uh, living there. Uh, though gradually things turned less less. Uh, yeah, w- became less uh, inspiring and joyful mm. because, yeah, more of this communication came back. We it turned into a situation that like a year again we were almost day and night again wow. communicating with spirits. But it was a little difference because now I like there were animals. So once a day, these okay. animals had to be fed and the plants had to be yeah. uh, taken care of. The garden had to be taken care of. Yeah. So there were like escapes from that. So there were yeah. moments to escape. But still, it remained for years, it remained the same. Then it turned into a situation that, like in 2012, uh, things got kind of bad for me. My father believed that I was not serious enough and that I was too much influenced by evil spirits. So he decided that I couldn't uh, keep my own spirit. So kind of my punishment would be I, my spirit would be put somewhere in, in a prison in spirit world and another spirit would get my body. So I would change identity actually. Oh. It was kind of, uh, yeah, dramatic. And yeah. so from that moment on, I've like two years I've lived as a as an other person with the other name, with the other believing that Whoa. I was not myself and, 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 and did, also and did you did you felt that you, yeah you I felt believed it. it yeah I believed yeah. it and my family believed it it was wow. like my existence and I also was like thinking that that would be me for the rest of my life okay. that was my new identity I was this Whoa. other person who, uh, who was the person yeah it was like a spirit from from South America so he was like having contact 
that's a lot of stories about that, but he, okay. he moved on from more Christian background to believing that like the native tribes were the chosen ones and that he should connect with them. So at a certain point he, he like connected with all kind of native tribes around the world and one of the tribes was in South America and so okay. spirits from that tribe came then in his home and were like the ones who were working with him and so okay like that was a little bit about the background story of that Whoa, but so then that's... there was just by coincidence kind of that spirit that was in my body and he he decided that that spirit would keep my body and yeah. be the new yeah yeah so that, wow. that was also like a yeah crazy few years uh and but actually at the end of that uh, a lot of change because um, there was some things in it f- early on also already that I was like always very curious. So I always tried to, uh, while I was very serious, there were also many moments that I tried to to see what the, what I what the edge was of what I could do. So there were already like in years earlier I had been for a few weeks. I've secretly got. There was a, was a computer, but we weren't allowed on that. And I was sleeping in that same room where the computer was standing. And my mm. father couldn't see that I was there. So in the night, and I secretly opened the computer. And at a certain point, I managed to get on the internet. And I okay. managed to see stuff. And yeah, so I was... Uh, that was, I think, in... Let's see, in 2007 or so. Okay. Already. That the first time. And that was like three weeks. And I okay. discovered all kinds of things that I never yeah. knew about. But of course, then, then I was still... Uh, yeah, at a certain point, I felt very bad about that, and I, yeah. I, I decided I, I told it to him. I, I, okay. I repented and I, yeah. I confessed. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so it was all over again, and that happened multiple times that okay. I, I did things, and I, at yeah. the end, I felt guilty, and then I started confessing yeah. again. I've and, been, I've been there before myself yeah. as well. So. And then at uh, 2015, 2014. Uh, actually, same happened. We we there were like this uh, this tablets. We and we we got all a uh, tablet because he wanted. Then he was busy with some new project, and we had to read stuff. And then he he bought tablets so that we could read that stuff on the on okay. the tablet. But we weren't allowed to go on the internet. But the funny thing was, he, there was in that time it was just at the start that like Wi-Fi was coming up yeah. and he didn't knew, know about that but I oh, was discovering okay. that and so <laughs> I secretly in the night I had uh, taken the, the modem the, the, yeah. that box and I had seen the password and all and yeah. I had written that somewhere nice. and I, nice. I went on the internet <laughs> and that went on for, for months and I was doing all kinds of <laughs> stuff I was watching porno and that stuff <laughs> It was really yes. not uh, allowed. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, it kind of. I was living like in a in in this that that freedom, and at the same time, I was uh, I was like living a double role. And, yeah. and it was like I was always doing that in the night. So then we were sleeping in one room. So there yeah. was also no privacy. Yeah. Okay. And but I was then taking going yeah. under the blanket and yeah. then starting up there yeah. so there was no yeah. light and I was like yeah. until wow. from, from when we were sleeping f- hours into the night I was doing that and yeah. then secretly I, I hit it I hit the tablet and Whoa. put it back the next day so that no one had yeah. knew that I was doing that but anyway the yeah it 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 lasted for a few months until uh, 
Yeah, it was like a combination because in the same months my father wasn't that hard on me. He wasn't telling me that there was... And uh, to give it context, I was not... At that point, there was still this other spirit. So I was not myself at that point. I was like oh, really okay. living a double role because yeah. at, oh, during the day I was playing as if I was that, that spirit. Yeah. During the night I was this doing all that stuff yeah. that wouldn't fit yeah. together. But uh, there was a moment that that it became more difficult. I was sent outside and it was not okay with me. And it got more and more difficult. He was giving me more and more hard time. And at a certain point I, I broke and I, I confessed and I told okay. him, oh, yeah, my tablet yeah. was broke. He yeah. with the hammer, he smashed the tablet because Whoa. stuff like that okay. yeah. wasn't allowed to yeah. be used anymore. And so I got wow. punished okay. and sent outside. A lot of uh, uh, nasty stuff. But anyway, what... Uh, came from this is that other spirits had to take my body because the yeah the, uh, my body was evil and had to be cleansed and wow, all that stuff Jesus. but at a certain point like a month months after that I real I was really uh, yeah things were really difficult for me I was like at a point that I couldn't uh, imagine how to continue anymore and then I realized like uh, actually quite something important like the importance of my own body. I realized, uh, actually, I am my body, and that's that's like mm. a simple realization. But it changed a lot for me because, mm. from our b- perspective, that was kind of radical. Actually, it because is. it yeah. was always yeah. believed that the body isn't really important yeah. and shouldn't be allowed to have an identity yeah. and be subject. And yeah, so that that turned around for me. And then uh, it wasn't really like I felt it was like rebelling against him it was like i just tried to fit that together and yeah. and believe that and at the same time still believe all the other stuff yeah but it started triggering something in me and then uh that what then happened also was that i i just told him i'm i'm israel i'm back again yeah, nice and he also accepted that and that okay. that was a kind of okay. radical change That's a good because, like yeah. setting your boundary you yeah, know, or, you know, I, yeah i i was I, like I rediscovered my own identity and, mm. and that I am, yeah, myself. Amazing. And uh, yeah, that was from that moment on things kind of changed because I'm not sure if that is like coincidence or something. But from that moment on, he didn't ask or almost never. There was like two times in the year that followed that he still wanted spirits to communicate through me. So it like that disappeared. But uh, he was also uh, at the same time quite, uh, yeah, he was getting scared because he was like having trouble with his heart and wasn't going very well with his, and it was maybe, he was also realizing that maybe because he was too much inside and doing and forgetting Mm. all the, yeah, Yeah. important things Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're not not going outside for years. So that that maybe have triggered also the the change in in his, his behavior. Yeah. And then, uh, like in 2016, in August, he got a stroke. So he's, and from that moment on, he lost his ability to talk. He couldn't talk anymore. He couldn't write anymore. So it was really dramatic. And we we were like very upset. It was like our whole life broke down because all our hope and all our future perspective was in him in, yeah. in what his he was guiding us and that disappeared it was like yeah. all gone at one moment uh we didn't uh, 
go to a hospital or anything because he didn't like that. He, yeah. want, he wanted to stay away. So we all cared for him at home and, and yeah, wow. he survived. And, but he, he, he lost all his abilities. His, his right side of his body was, uh, he couldn't move it anymore. Wow. It was lame. Jesus. And he couldn't talk. He couldn't uh, write. So the communication was really difficult. Yeah. But gradually we managed to move on. And, but from that moment on, my, I got kind of more freedom because he was always talking like hours on end yeah. each day yeah. to keep uh, telling us what to think, what to, yeah. how to believe. And, and that disappeared. He couldn't yeah. do that anymore. So yeah. I was a lot more free to yeah. get my own ideas. And so gradually I started to, at first I started to, uh, uh, think about all the communication with spirits and I was uh, yeah there were some moments that were really critical for me it's like there was uh, it's also maybe a funny story to tell uh, there was a time that he was you know Alex Jones the, the uh, Alex Jones yeah, the conspiracy yeah, guy yeah, yeah. yeah he was listening quite much to the podcast okay. the radio yeah. show but then he started believing that that he started uh, separating views so then at first he was kind of thinking yeah Alex Jones is right that this is that yeah. this is correct then he started uh, having some doubts about that and at a certain point he was believing yeah maybe Alex Jones is taken over by evil spirit okay by the way we can just move on a little bit let's see yeah. how, how, we, yeah. how we end because yeah. yeah yeah let's just let's do this and then come to an end come to an yeah, end yeah yeah let's see yeah. how it is yeah uh, yeah so and then he 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 like he was believing that also like a spirit like Alex Jones could be taken out from yeah. the body. So he he went into some realms in spirit world, got Alex Jones out from a prison where he would be. And then he he his plan was to educate Alex Jones and to so he could go back to his body and 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 spread better truths. Wow. So he Alex Jones was coming in my my body. So he was I needed to. <laughs> Needed to, to, to <laughs> oh like uh, mediate or you were be, channeling Alex yeah, Jones. Yeah, I was Alex Jones like that. But then I was like, <laughs> I don't know anything about yeah. that guy, and yeah. how must I what yeah. what how must I tell stuff if I don't know it? Yeah. So like that was the first time, and that was in 2008. So that was actually already quite uh, early on that I like consciously decided to like play a game because what I was doing uh, somehow I won't go into details I managed to get onto the internet and I read the Wikipedia page about Alex okay. Jones uh, that was also the only one time that I managed to do that in that area uh, but then uh, I used that information to tell him stuff that he yeah. didn't know that yeah. I could know so he was also like yeah th that shows that, that it's oh, real so he thought that was proof yeah, that the yeah, medium was yeah, working sure. yeah. and it, for me it was like I I, I pushed away that, that the knowledge that I did that and yeah. like I tried to not think about it yeah. and it also worked I like, kind of kept believing in it yeah. and then only later on like in 2016 17 I was thinking back at that and I was realizing hey I was actually playing really a game there and, and yeah. there were more like this, many yeah. moments more that I was realizing, hey, it was all a game. And I also was thinking back at, I was reading diaries and so I was reading that what I told about in 1990 that he was living in this uh, isolation and was giving all these judgments and realizing yeah. that that was not real. Yeah. And so I was, I was more and more realizing 
all moments that there was like real information that you can verify it didn't uh, add up there was yeah. either there was uh, like a other explanation when i got the information from mm. wikipedia or it was just not adding up like yeah. when he was giving these judgments and it wasn't and it wasn't actually it wasn't happening, actually happening. Yeah. so that was when i started really doubting whether the whole uh, spirit world thing was really mm. happening so i and then i was like analyzing that for myself and the more and more i was sure that it was all for my for my own that that i was actually just playing a game and i was yeah. like trying to figure that out and yeah and that's that's at a certain point things just were so clear to me that i, I, I couldn't believe that anymore yeah and then i like draw drew a line i was like okay spirit world is not real that can't be real yeah. at least not in the way that yeah. we believed but does that mean that like God isn't existing and my father is the Messiah. Maybe not. It, maybe it's that's still true, but then he didn't figure that yet out. Mm. So maybe that, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't really giving up all the belief, but I yeah. started with that. Okay, okay. And then I, yeah, I moved on and I, uh, but then more the year that followed, there was more and more like, uh, actually, what triggered me was that I more and more began to realize that how much influence guilt had on me. That when I felt mm-hmm. guilty, that yeah. yeah, that it changed a lot. And also, like there was many moments that my father then sent me outside that I had done something which, which was wrong or so. And then I was like thinking he could read my mind or so, that he could mm. know that. And then at a certain point I realized maybe it isn't that he's knowing what I did. Maybe he's just feeling when I'm feeling guilty or mm, realizing yeah, that. And, yeah. and that, that's when I started like testing that because I, uh, like I, uh, uh, yeah, there were at a certain moment he, uh, because that was after he, he had already had the stroke, but he, we learned to communicate. So he yeah. began, he continued with sending me outside and then I had to pray and then come back inside. And then if, if, if I, at first, I was always doing very much effort and then going back inside and it was okay again, I could continue. Yeah. But then I decided, let's try to turn it around. To I was I was sent outside, I had to pray. But instead of praying, I just tried to do the things that were explicitly evil. So I tried, I stole a newspaper, <laughs> I was looking at... Uh, Try to find uh, girls that are were <laughs> not yes, fully clothed yes, on yes. stuff. Uh, and then at, uh, I went back inside. But I decided, let's not feel guilty about it. Yeah, and it okay. was okay. And I could uh, just move uh, on. And that, okay. that kind of experience okay. yeah, made me sure, yeah, yeah it, is, it isn't that he is feeling that what yeah. I did. Because I just did a lot of evil stuff. Yeah. But uh, yep. he's like figuring he's picking out up on yeah, you. that I'm yeah. feeling guilty. Yeah. And so that gave me a lot of confidence. And... Uh, yeah, more and more I began to realize, hey, uh, it can't be that he's the Messiah because there are too many things that don't don't add add up. up. All these wars that he's uh, fighting in spirit world, if they're all fake, he can't be like the Messiah and and he can't save the world if he's lying in bed and he can't even talk anymore, he can't do nothing. So it more and more changed. And and then at a certain point, I I was like, I'm sure. I I, had figured it out for myself. I was absolutely sure. But I still was stuck in the situation. I have, had no contact to the outside yeah. world. There was no nothing. Yeah. Do you, and 
I'm just counting counting on time. Do you want to just just yeah, stop there? Should we just no, wrap just there, or do you want to keep? Yeah, okay. let's just okay. Okay. finish up yeah. uh, a little bit longer. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. As long yeah. as you're okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay. Uh, yeah, and then uh, let's see. Yeah, that that is when I started looking at like escaping or getting out of the situation, and it was kind of hard because I I wanted to get out, but if I went out, then I couldn't go out and and just live my own life because I had no papers, yeah. I, I, it didn't exist. You yeah. know, I could, if I, if I was uh, if I went to a bank and I wanted to get an account there was yeah. no way to get an account so all that that stuff yeah. didn't work for me yeah. so I even if I left then still it, it wouldn't yeah. be possible and the other uh, difficulty was if I left would I leave my younger brothers and sisters in the situation make it actually more difficult for them yeah. because they're with yes. less people and yeah. still so I couldn't do that uh, but the other other option to to like go away and tell the police about it was also too hard for me because I was like thinking, yeah, then I, I changed the situation for my younger brothers and sisters and I believe that they were still believing and for a big part I still did. And then I like, I forced upon them to get out of that and that it didn't feel right either. So mm -hmm. I was like not knowing what to do. And yeah. so at a certain point I was thinking like, let's just keep in this life this astonishing I know let's just make it as best as it I can for myself and just continue on living like this yeah and so I with a few tricks actually I, I managed to get secretly get a like a, a phone a, a smartphone okay. nice. so I, what I did was uh, because my father couldn't talk so he he didn't have con uh, like before his stroke, he was the only one who who was communicating with the disciple who was then outside yeah. and who was who was also getting the shopping and doing all that stuff. So, uh, but now I was the only one who was talking to to the disciple outside okay. because he couldn't. My father couldn't. Yeah. And then, like I had to give him the the list with shopping items, yeah. but I also had to check it first with my father but then I just added things to the shopping okay. list and then he bought that and then he was thinking that it wasn't yeah from your dad that he wanted yeah. that yeah. yeah so so in that way I managed to get stuff that I actually weren't allowed to have okay and so like in April 2019 I got myself a phone I managed to get on on the internet I uh, yeah actually that's the only thing I did because calling I didn't uh, it was because too too dangerous to yeah. to do, so I uh, at first I didn't really know what to do. I was like looking around all kinds of stuff and creating a Facebook. And I changed my name, so I I, I used the na name Jan Zon, okay. which then also later got known in the media. So because <laughs> so yeah, funny, that's yeah. the one that if you look at the article, yeah, that's yeah, the name met, that's there. Yeah, yeah. because that that was my like yeah. fake name, like outside, alter ego, yeah. 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 Because yeah. I was afraid that maybe if my father, would, because he was also online, he was also so he on Facebook, and so yeah. he could maybe find me. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting, maybe to add still a side story, it's not too long. Like he was for many years, he didn't have any contact to the outside world, so he was like uh, in his own in his own world. Then in 2005, MySpace came up, yeah, and he started. Uh, he created the profile there. And at first he was calling himself Cosmic Eagles, and then he was like... Cosmic Eagles. Yeah, and he was okay. like trying to get contact to native 
groups all around the world. That okay. was his his goal. So for like three years, four years, he was only communicating with these groups. So he was writing each day. He was writing an article there, a blog. Yeah. And he was uh, having chats and all that stuff. And he was like, at a certain point, he had kind, uh, quite a big following. Uh, not really followers in the sense of really his his uh, like his belief, but yeah. but he like he simplified his belief and, and opened it up a okay. little more. And, but then uh, there was a moment that he like lost his interest in that group, or somehow he just stopped working on MySpace, and then he decided to move back into the into the realm of the of the moon sect. So what he okay. did. He op he he. The Facebook, there was the time that Facebook came up, and he 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 created a Facebook uh, profile with the name John Eagles. So first he was Cosmic Eagles, now he's John Eagles, okay. and then he actively connected to all many uh, uh, Moonies. Okay. So he had at the it took like two years or so, and no one knew that he was the same person that left the yeah. left earlier okay. because he also didn't want them to know he was. Yeah. He like he never posted anything with his voice because he was afraid that someone would recognize yeah. his voice and know okay. that he was the same person. Okay. But he targeted them, and what he was did was actually kind of smart because it's like he he joined it in 2009, I think, and like three years later, he had like almost 15 people who he had. Uh, who all were like in 2009 still Moonies, yeah. and three years later they all left the moon moon sack because he was like what he did was he first connected with them he was doing as if he was also a Moonie. Yeah. then if he had like the link and he would uh, yeah. they start believing then he slowly moved them out started and started to, to telling yeah. about the thing. yeah but uh, yeah so he actually got a lot of members or wow. a group of members out the out of the moon sack. and then he was at the point of starting to make them yeah get them closer to being his followers and uh, like at the end of when like 2019 when this all happened yeah they were like clinging on a little bit they were like listening to him but never really became complete followers or so but it was like an extra group though some of them are still now they're like defending him and they're still standing behind him wow yeah but yeah, that happens a lot. There's like a far a hardcore few that still yeah, yeah. still remain no yeah. matter what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like every day he was giving them uh, online. He had then like a live stream for half an hour, and then I okay. was telling them stuff. So that was all before he got the stroke because like yeah. when he got the stroke, it, it's it all hard, stopped, it. and then yeah. then yeah, it all remained like a little bit. There was some contact, but not much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a side story. But yeah. for me then, uh, yeah, I had the phone and I was online myself and I was afraid that he would see that, so that's why I had the yeah. other name. And then I gradually started to cont- get more into contact with people outside and I see a lot of stuff. And for me, more and more it became clear something had to change. So I started searching for help, I started. Uh, there are some organizations that that uh, that should give help, but it, I tried to contact them and it didn't really help much. Mm. Uh, like there was, it was too official. I had to go there then before oh, I could start okay. giving my help. They yeah. wanted to arrange that. Yeah. I, and this to is meet a up. very unique situation. Yeah. And like, I also told is, them. I yeah. told them all the details, but yeah. they 
didn't pick up on that. I didn't yeah. realize, oh, this is a situation he yeah. can't go to the yeah. to the to the office whatever. and, and yeah. whatever. And yeah. But anyway, then uh, yeah, it like I got a bit stuck in that, and actually things like uh, flipped over at the moment that my phone was discovered somehow. I won't go into details. Okay. My phone was discovered. Okay. My father okay. uh, le- broke it, and it was yeah. for me. It was the end because I, yeah, I was like that was the only only so thing I still trying had. Trying to figure but, out a way yeah, out using was, the phone. Yeah. yeah. So I was sent outside. I was like, my punishment oh. would be to stay outside for three days, no no food, and yeah, t- t- this happened more often. So I was used to that. Wow. But anyway, I was standing outside and was thinking, yeah. I can now uh, undergo this punishment, wait for three days don't, no, no, with no food and just yeah. continue on and then uh, things will turn normal at a certain point and I have experienced this after a few weeks. Yeah, it'll go he back will forget to, uh, it again. Yeah. And, but anyway, then I was thinking, no, I, I won't do that again. So that's when I I, yeah, I left. I, I climbed over the, the fence. I through the fields. I, I walked to a, uh, yeah, there were some things in between. I, I first I came in in, in, a, in a pub there, yeah. but I, at the end of the story, I came, I went to the police and I told the story, and that's when things changed because the police, yeah. of course, knew this this isn't the right. So that yeah. so, I, so they went into the farm, they took everyone out, and so that's wow. how it how it ended actually. How Jesus, it changed. man! <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! This I think this is the craziest story I've ever heard. On this <laughs> podcast, and I can't believe it. It was only four years ago, twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, man, God, what's life like now? What is Ooh, a lot, a lot different, <laughs> very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, because it's actually Jesus. funny because if I'm now thinking back about a lot of this stuff, it's almost so far away that I'm not really. I can almost not believe that it, mm. it really happened. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. my life is so different now. It so, has yeah. changed so much that yeah. it's very difficult to imagine that that I've experienced this. Yeah. Though I know it, I yeah. still can remember it, but it is so, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> man. God, yeah. what a story. Jesus, you've, man. <laughs> and, I mean, my hat's off to you you and your family. I mean, you for having the courage to, get up, to figure out what's going on and to get <laughs> out of there, man. Whew. Yeah. It gives me chills just thinking about it. Like we've yeah. all of us who grew up in this cult have been through some crazy shit. This yeah. is <laughs> this is another level. Yeah, we yeah. It's kind level. of the extreme side of a cult. It's like yeah, a cult that creates a cult that's even extremer than the cult itself. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a cult in a cult. Also, it is. Yeah. Although it isn't inside the moonset but it is yeah it, it, it came out of that it, and it, it like it is they yeah became and, even extreme one. yeah and i i don't I, just, I, I i kind of i feel to me i don't know how you feel about your your dad you must have very intense feelings about him yeah. now yeah. but to me I, I i kind of feel i feel sorry for him like i feel like like was is he like almost like he he had some sort of Ill, mental illness yeah, that was sure, sure. that was ex- yeah. like made worse by the cult basically yeah, that's sure, kind of, that's yeah. the impression that that yeah, I get absolutely, is that. absolutely yeah it's very difficult actually to to pinpoint feelings about it because yeah. like there's so many dimensions like there's him being a victim there's him yes. being the yeah. the one who who how do you say that the uh, 
who caused it. So he's yeah. Ex- yeah, the, I'm very angry also at him because yeah. like he he at the end of the story there's a lot of excuses, a lot of reasons he di- he became like that. But I also believe that's like own choice. You especially like like if you are a father, you you have choice. You yeah. do decide what how you how you how you raise your children, how you yeah. deal with your children. So there's a lot of stuff that's really his own fault. But there's also, of course, a lot of explanations. So it's... it's yeah, it's complicated. Kind of, and I think all of us who grew up in this cult, if you listen to this show, you'll realize there's a lot of complexity around that because our... I, you know, our, our, our parents did not treat us well. Yeah. Um, but they were victims. They were manipulated. In yeah. many cases, they were manipulated into that position from from the beginning. So yeah. it doesn't yeah. make it any better, but it gives you a bit more understanding. But it's very it's very complex. Yeah. I think in your case, sure. it's even more yeah. complex because of the extremity of, of what you went through. Yeah. Um, that is really incredible. Um, I want to be respectful of your time, so I think we should we should wrap things yeah. up. Um, but. Um, can you tell people where they can where they can find you? I know you mentioned you mentioned your book, so just tell people about where they can find you. Tell them about your book. Um, let's get yeah. that on tape. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, it is uh, depends. Actually, it's not that easy yet to find me like in English because yeah. most of my <laughs> stuff is in the in the in Dutch. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, like there's some context content I post on on Instagram. Actually, other social media, I'm not really active, like Facebook, sometimes I put some stuff okay. up on there. But actually, it's not like too much, uh, how do you say that, uh, uh, information, it's more like, uh, f- yeah, feeling just, how it's, okay. how life is, so it's more, okay, so more it's just, yeah, and stuff. okay, got it. Yeah, and most of the stuff I'm doing, I'm like, I've written a book, I'm hoping that that will be translated into uh into english sometime okay. in the future okay uh and yeah i'm then giving like lectures about that because i'm i find it kind of uh important also it's like the mood sect exists but like in the netherlands there, there has been a study recently that there are like 65 cults at least yeah so there's it's quite 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 a big problem actually. Yeah, it is, so, and, and it's. I'm sure it's more than that because yeah, it's sure, hard sure. to. That there's is, so many that, like, that are under the yeah, radar, right? Sure, yeah. yeah, and so I'm like feeling that by uh, telling about my past, telling about how I've dealt with it, also in my book, that it's kind of a way to to give more information to the general public and especially to police to yeah. to. Uh, to government to how to find ways to deal with to it understand because, it yeah. yeah and that's something that i'm trying to do on this show is, yeah. is make people aware of the problem and yeah what it looks like and the impact that it can have on people yeah. and you know a lot of in a lot of countries it's like oh freedom of religion you can believe whatever you yeah, want yeah. and the kids are just like collateral damage doesn't yeah. matter you, you, it's a that religious freedom becomes a um an enabler of child abuse basically yeah, yeah. In, many, in many places yeah, and so sure. that's kind of what this show is about is shining yeah. a light on that so yeah. as you say so police understand it so yeah so you know uh, legislators understand it yeah as well. yeah yeah and that is i hope that it it in helps people yeah i've got a lot of reactions like i've there's been the the book i've written is, has been on the number one in in dutch like 
almost for one month. The best, wow, best, amazing. Congrats. Uh, best, uh, oh, best awesome. sold uh, awesome. book for one month. So it's, a lot of people have read it. It's like 100,000 100, copies have been sold. Holy right shit, now. amazing. Yeah. And a lot of the reactions I've, I'm getting is also from people who like recognize certain aspects. It's like uh, many, many aspects came together in our situation and yes. caused that extreme yeah but all the all the aspects are like in individually come about in many they still many exist things. in so many yeah. other places yeah, sure. right yeah yeah, yeah exactly. and that's what well, one of the powerful things for people you know, i mean um like my experience leaving the cult was um understanding how other cults operate and yeah. seeing seeing the similarities yeah uh and it's uh, some of the similarities in some days, cases even the same sentences or yeah. the same thoughts are yeah, used yeah. and then you it helps you to recognize oh that's what's happening here yeah um so yeah uh, like i it's I think two years ago i read an article by the fbi i think it's yeah. fbi or cia yeah. and they like have a list of all the all the signs that someone someone is a cult leader and yeah. then you have like all these sentences <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. really recognizable I, yeah I yeah yeah, that yeah you're like yup 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 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right cool um, Israel this has been amazing um, let's stop it there yeah um, uh, I want to I want to buy you a drink at the pub on the, on your way on your way out of here if that's a, if that's, that's okay with you sure, or we can sure. have a drink here but yeah. whatever uh, but yeah let's let's end it there but thank you so much it's yeah really thank awesome. you yeah thank you so much I'm gonna hit stop now. <laughs> um. Folks, I don't even know I don't even know how to what the hell to say after that. Um, I'll tell you this. I went to the pub with Israel and Edino, and we had a good fucking time. Um, and when this comes out, if you check the Instagram feed at Falling Out Pod, uh, you're going to see some photos of us hanging out not too far from my house. I also want to say I would love to see Israel make a claim to that Mooney money. I mean, just fucking get in there, dude. Get get in there. Throw your hat in the ring. You got nothing to lose. You got a lot to gain, and I would love... To see you win that battle. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Take a break after listening to this. Go do something nice for yourself, a bit of self-care, a bit of self-love. And um, I will see you next time. Be good. Bye.